It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, there we go, we got it now. All right, we said back there turning the radio on. All right, I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and uh, we're ready to take your calls here at Mill Burgers at 1604 and Bull Road. So uh, come by and visit with us. It's a beautiful sunny day. Lots of folks uh, dressed warm, although that woman's in a short sleeve shirt, and so is that man. Uh, but uh, lots of folks... Uh, are uh, dressed up and looking good and uh, out here shopping at Mill Burgers at 1604 and Bull Road. Uh, is it a 10% discount on everything? Yes. On today? Today and tomorrow. That must be what brought them out. And it's pretty Maybe dead. so, yeah. That's a lot of things, you know. Um, <laughs> Trace was saying sometimes he gets uh, questions, you know. Uh, does this go on sale? And it's like, oh, well, normally, we, oh, yeah, we do. We do it every uh, every time there's a Super Bowl. I bought a bunch of uh, bird seed. Hey, and save some money. Uh, yeah, if you, uh, 10% goes on the uh, sunflower seed and on mixed seed. Wow. And, and uh, on feeders, those you too. Oh, those, yeah, that's uh, true. Uh, feeders uh, done by the craftsmen, too, with the license plates. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Those feeders or houses? Hi, what's up? Oh, all right. Well, do you want to? Every year. Here. Yeah. Well, now we're on the air. Are you? Oh, I like uh, Calvin. Uh, <laughs> She's already started. Uh, I got a. I checked my email this morning. Oh, you did? You saw that Joe? Uh, did yeah. you see Joe's email? Yeah. <laughs> I told him he had to call in. That'd make a great birthday gift. Yeah. Jerry was right. There you go. You the, saw that, huh? The birth, what's that? <laughs> yeah, I know. Apparently, uh, Joe is admitting it. And that's the, <laughs> now when Johnson Joe says something, it's it's uh, it's gospel. <laughs> the uh, Johnson City Joe. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> we talked about a little at the end of yesterday's show Yeah. that uh, Joe had contacted uh, Jim Comas up in uh, Fruit Specialist and in Fredericksburg, Texas, with the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service, and uh, to get the chilling hours for the hill country, and, and for us to kind of give us an idea. And uh, the uh, as of January 28th, that's been a couple of days ago, they had 717. All right. In the hill country. And most pe- most peaches trees need between 700 and 750, except for June gold, which needs uh, 600 to 650. Uh, the uh, so we we'll make our hours in hill country. He says, he writes, and I assume that those of you in San Antonio have already reached your hours. So uh, that means. 
<laughs> uh, that means uh, after the the next warm up, they may, some of them may those early peaches may start blooming. Uh, per, that can be he, good or bad. <laughs> uh, I learned he, he he got me into learning something last night. Uh, he said it is it is uh, it is email that uh, I first got said personally my lowering red skin except for peaches <laughs> and he's showing his age those are old and they are good peaches uh, <laughs> then uh, he asked two white flesh peaches Melba and A and M five oh four. I bet you got that here, didn't he? Um, maybe a couple of years ago we had yeah. some odd ones. Yeah. I like that Melba though. Have you ever had Melba? Oh yeah. And uh, he said the Melba needs about eight hundred to eight hundred and fifty hours and the five oh four needs seven fifty to eight hundred. I love all these peaches. I love all these peaches but these white peaches are very sweet with no acidity. The Melba is an old-fashioned peach, which you need to pick right up, pick right before it is fully ripe because it becomes soft and mushy um, uh, very quickly. I love it. I never, I never made it out of the field with those. I <laughs> ate them right as I was taking them off the trees. Yeah. Where did you, go? Where'd you so, pick them? Somewhere in Fredericksburg when I was young. My father oh, okay. hauled me up there. <laughs> But I don't believe I've ever seen it in the stores. I have not either. <laughs> I believe 504 is an attempt by A&M to develop a firmer and more commercial white peach. It tastes like Melba, but it's firmer. Uh, <laughs> uh, can any, anyone now? <laughs> I, depend, I was depending on the, on the web, web, website. And so <laughs> I get on there last night and search for, I first started searching for uh, wh where, what is Melba Peach uh, and, and what, where did it originate? Because I, I had in my mind that it originated at Aldridge's outside of San Antonio here. Back in the... <laughs> uh, it was big time back in the, what, 20 years ago, 30 years ago? That would, that would make sense for me. I, I imagine Wolf sold them. I, I don't remember that one. Is that all. right? No. But anyway, anyway, so I looked at it. I did a search for that. And instead of about the peach, it comes up. It find, they find out, I find out that Melba is a... Is a Stripper name. Well, it's a... It's a dessert. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a, I found lots of recipes for Melba, the dessert that had originated in the 1800s in France, I think it was. And uh, they told all about who it was named after. And, Melba uh, toast? <laughs> no, they, they, it's, got, it's got liquor in it. You like it, Kevin. But uh, it's a drink. It's kind of a drink and a dessert. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I mean, this thing was full. Would not get away from that Melba 
dessert. Is it, a, is it a peach liqueur? Is there any connection? Yeah. It's, it's better be. than the, Maybe so. Well, we're, we're lucky he got hooked on that than one of the pornography kind of issues. <laughs> oh, man. And the deal. So I went it's back. Taking this show in a strange place. <laughs> so I went back and searched for Melba Peach Varieties. That's good. I thought I'd narrow it down. And, <laughs> and whatever. Clicked on it. Sure enough, back to those recipes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they, would not, they would not leave me alone. Did you try peach Melba? I just wrote, to, I up, wrote a question now. Uh, it goes after the first word, I think. Okay. More so. Yeah. They, uh, this, gardener, this gardener was had pictures of his... Low chill peaches were blooming. Okay. And uh, did he mention what variety it was? No, he didn't. Couldn't remember what okay. variety. Okay. But they had they have bloomed three years in a row, and he was wor worried they were going to go ahead and with uh, he's going to lose the blooms again. Uh, the so blooms he, are open gonna, now. Or the oh, buds yeah. are. Oh. And he's going to he's going to try the uh, <laughs> the sprinkler. Yeah. Issue. Uh, so that, that'll be interesting. He lived here in San Antonio, right? Well, yeah. yeah. I know they changed the, or at least what I saw, they changed the forecast so it's not going to be so bad. Oh, wow. No, yeah. I didn't see. I looked for it. What was it? And they probably got they, took. They changed the forecast. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what And they probably hoping. took the rain out, didn't they? No. They didn't take the rain they, out? No. Is it, okay. is it uh, near 30 now, or what's the forecast? Well, what I saw this morning when I looked was 32, the low for the next, that was like a Friday oh, Saturday great. night or Saturday night, Sunday night. Yeah, that'll that'll work. Yeah, so what you keep running into, oh, okay. <laughs> now here, I, I did find Melba Peach in the Backyard Gardener from 2016. What were you looking Go for? Go ahead and look at it. Okay, it's not a dessert. <laughs> there is a dessert called Peach Melba. Yeah, I looked at I saw that one, too. Oh, okay. But uh, basically, it just tells you everything you need to know about growing peaches and how to... How about Melba culture. Toast? It didn't, you didn't find Melba Yeah, Melba this, this seems to be more about peaches than yeah, that specific. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I saw that several so did, times. So did you call Mr. Stein? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, so it, and I also... Uh, I also found a listing. Uh, I, I decided to fool that inter that web, you know. Yeah, you're smarter so, than the web. <laughs> and so I did look for chilling hours. Mm. That was more specific uh, for Melba Peach. And I, I found chilling hours of a bunch of peaches, but uh, Melba wasn't on the list. Well, that's that's a, it's a white. What yes, white, white, yeah, yeah, beach. Uh, so did did you call Mr. Stein? <laughs> I figure you got up why, this morning at about. I'm sorry, I missed. Why why is he looking for Melba Peach? Because uh, uh, the Joe wrote me a. Uh, oh. Uh, Johnson City Joe wrote me this email that I just got through reading, and so this morning, <laughs> I checked some uh, checked the email again. I had another response from Johnson City Joe. Which I am going to frame. Yeah, I don't blame you. Go ahead and frame it. It says, amigos, I have to eat some crow, so I need to share some more info about different varieties of peaches in the Fredericksburg Stonewall area. 
Jerry was right. And that's where Jerry stopped reading. And an ugh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what I was right about, but that's good. Don't, don't just, just take it. <laughs> there are about 40 different varieties of peaches grown in the area. That does not mean all growers grow all 40, of course. Uh, therefore, he went to the Jinsky Orchards website, which I know they've been in business about 60 years. The Jinskys grow 27 different varieties, starting with the earliest clingstone, and he listens some, listens some, and uh, semi-freestone. He mentioned June, June Prince. Then uh, freestones, starting with Cary, C-A-R-Y. Like I said, I've never heard of those. Nope. The last freestone is the Fairtime. Fairtime. Some of the record, so he writes, some of the varieties I recognize, but many I do not. I don't. Okay. And I would, I would change that to read none of the new varieties he recognizes. Uh, and, then, and then he closes out says, y'all. You created this monster, Joe. <laughs> says, y'all fixed the crow, but I prefer English sparrows. Okay. I have a recipe. All right. Do you want to put J.C. Den- Joe? Do you want to put Dennis on this? Because I did find another one on Melba. Large fruit, pale yellow skin, white flesh, juicy with honey flavor. Grows in Texas. Mid-season harvest. That doesn't help you either, does it? No, I was I was wanting to know the history, where it came from. Okay. Did it say that? No. But it, cause I we need Dennis. I, I forever thought that it was a Aldrich peach. I know, I know they used to sell it, but uh, who, who's old-time nurseman right outside uh, on uh, 35 and uh, uh, 1604, basically. But anyway, uh, none of the peaches that I looked up that I found the chilling hours of, we knew, I knew of. And uh, none that we sell. So anyway. Uh, so where does that leave us besides Jerry was right? <laughs> that's that's where we leave it. That's right the only there. thing you need to take away? Yeah. Go to L.E. Cook. L.E. Cook? Okay. L.E. Cook. They're California. Yeah, but they might have the peach. Might have oh, the yeah. Now, they have some of those old, that old stuff like that. Now, Milton, I can only hear Jerry. What does that mean? That's good. I'm not sure why. Um, <laughs> That's a good thing, Kevin. I can hear everybody. You can hear Jerry through your headphones or just through him. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I, when I was talking to this, uh, to the person out here in the audience, that's all I, could, I could just hear Jerry, too. I couldn't. Well, that's good, Kevin. I think, I think Jerry planned that. Maybe maybe you need to listen closely to what yeah. I say, Kevin. No, you don't have to. Uh-huh. It bounce, bounces off everything. Is that any better? Because you're hooked up. I'm not sure why you're not. No, I'm not. I'm, you're kind of muffled. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Well, I can hear you, Milton. You can hear? <laughs> yeah. Trace? So the... Uh, the ten percent Super Bowl sale, Super Bowl. Let's see, fifty. Uh, we can We have to call it the the, the big game, the big or the game party. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they can come over here and be safe and get ten percent off everything in the store except grass and labor. Right? Yep, yep, yep. 
Yeah, yeah. like I mentioned, uh, we talked a lot about uh, the birds yesterday, and we were talking about bird housing for Purple Martins. But it also, uh, you can get that 10% advantage on the bird seed here at Millburgers. That's a good idea. They, Have they got the black sunflower seed? They got uh, the oil sunflower seed. They've got a, a, a generous mix of... Uh, uh, that, that's got uh, mixed and, and sunflower seed together that uh, works well. That's good for the squirrels, that other stuff. Yeah, that yeah sunflower. I guess if you're into squirrels. <laughs> I suppose the English sparrows will like it. Yeah, they like it too. But, uh, but that's funny. I never had any, uh, any sparrows on my bird feeder in the backyard. There's nothing for under really Cook, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, just disappeared, huh? The... Uh, the the uh, I saw a cardinal redbird, uh, the male redbird, uh, on my back porch, <laughs> right in my back patio, uh, a couple of days ago. Of course, if anybody so they're comes, looking around for something. Yeah, if anybody comes to the nursery, and stays by, by us very long, <laughs> they'll see the gold lesser goldfinches. <laughs> yeah, white winged doves. Cardinals. Oh, you forgot to ask Kyle what that dove might have been. What did he say? Well, you forgot. Uh, it's okay. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll fix it during the break. You forgot to ask Kyle what the dove might be. Oh, the, the, uh, I saw Milton and I had seen a, a unusual dove, and I didn't think it was a white wing, but uh, had some special marking on it. Well, there's a, the hunters tell me that... <laughs> There's a, of course, the white wing and a morning, uh, a morning dove, and then that little worthless dove Inca you dove. always like. Beautiful little and then, dove. There's a there's a new there's another dove that's coming to the area, and maybe that's what you saw. Yeah. Uh, the only dove I like is a dove bar. Yep. Oh. You quit. <laughs> Anyway, uh, as I was walking in, I saw those beautiful uh, uh, begonia, not begonia, uh, uh, geranium that you got at the front. I yep. saw a lot of people walking out with them yesterday. Those, are, those were all Fantasia series. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're coming in beautiful. Yeah, they're pretty. And uh, that's, that's that Fantasia series, I saw a lot of one... A lady walking through with a basket full of the, uh, what do we call that, purple or uh, the the original Fantasia, which is the one that really tolerates the heat is the purple one. Uh, but I don't I don't think you have. Uh, I didn't see any blooming any uh, uh, the uh, the other ones. Uh, Oh Lord, My. the hot pink one. Yeah, yeah. hot yeah. pink one. Uh, they come and go. But they're 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 nice nice plants, and uh, Fantasia can, and most geranium, can take uh, pretty cold temperatures. Yeah, well, this, I, this, I don't know if I'd leave them, but 32, I don't, I don't think it would bother them. No, and this uh, last six eight weeks has been perfect for them. Oh yeah. They love they love just, this kind of weather. Just like our spinach and uh, <laughs> yeah. I trace the uh, the roses over there. Are those the drift roses? I think they were. You know, yeah. well, we, as you walk out out to the right. 
Most of the roses we have now are drift. Those are pretty. They're blooming, yeah. Yeah. You want to highlight the drift for a second? Because those are nice. Uh, well, it's a, as far as, you know, years ago, knockout was the rose that everybody planted. Right. And uh, as time progressed, uh, the problems in it showed up to some extent. <laughs> and uh, drift started becoming super popular. That's uh, it's, um, it's almost on every landscape architect's uh, diagrams for when they're going to put a rose in. Now they, hmm. they suggest drift. I wonder if it has the same disease resistance. As a as a knockout. Well, they they tolerate us pretty good, so uh, yeah, imagine. yeah. I need to give Milton one. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break and see if we got Calvin all hooked up. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I'm Milton Glick. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road. Burgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Before we get to uh, the phone calls at 210-308-8867, I want to remind you, uh, if you need a pest control company to take care of you, to make sure your home stays pest-free, if there's something that's bugging you, uh, Warren, Remy, and Spider-Man Pest Control can help you get rid of that. Uh, that termite and pest control at Spider-Man is just absolutely wonderful. They've been doing this since 1976, helping homeowners and businesses to remain pest-free by taking a holistic look at your, your place, your situation, and uh, deciding what you need, what needs to be sprayed, or what needs to be uh, placed down in traps, and then uh, making sure that, oh, hey, you know what's happening is they're coming in through here, or you've got this vulnerability. And so if we can just seal that up, you guys all should be in better shape. So that doesn't mean, when you say a holistic outlook, that doesn't mean that... Uh uh, Spider-Man has the same kind of affectionate outlook. For, <laughs> no, not affectionate. I think my, ro- my my roaches are coming in the front door. I think so. Yeah, You're ringing right. the bell. <laughs> You've got a sign outside yeah, that that's... says, Roaches, welcome. <laughs> All right, 210-656-3721 is our phone number. 210-656-3721, rather, is Spider-Man's number. You'll find them online at GoSpiderManPest.com. Go SpiderManPest.com. Dot com. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. And Jerry is on the line with a tomato question. Hi, Jerry. Hello, it's Gary, but that's okay. Oh, Gary, I'm sorry. That's yeah. close No, enough. no, it's, it's the way I say it, I think. There's a lot of people <laughs> think I'm Gary. Anyway, uh, I plant my tomatoes in whiskey barrels, and I, I have a lot of whiskey barrels, and I try to go back in the rodeo tomatoes, it's... It, Plant as many as I can find. Well, I think and last year's rodeo, I think <laughs> last year's rodeo tomato was the best one ever. I think uh, we I mean, try to improve from year to year. Was that red yeah. snapper? Yeah, the fish. Yes, I mean, the fish that, was, that was a heavy producer. I mean, it was it was a fantastic for me. Anyway, but here's you know, my question. Uh, you know, last the uh, last year. I don't. I think I agree. I, I agree with you. If you just count that that crop, and but uh, the crop before, I didn't get the same kind of performance. Did we consistently get that good performance that first year, Jerry? On, on red snapper, on red snapper, or in our trials, yeah. 
But uh, I, I, was but, think, I think in the gardeners didn't get the same. Well, I never got any complaints, or we never got any complaints. Uh, so much has to do with temperature and yeah, yeah other I factors. Thought it was, I thought it was fantastic, but but I have a question. Well, I, well it'll be it'll be avail- it'll be available again this year. Well, I had it especially last, at Milburn. I had it last week. Oh, you had it last week. Great. Uh, along anyway. with the uh, new Ruby Crush grape tomato. All right. So, so for those it's of you who want a uh, want a big tomato, a, lar- a large size fruit, yeah. uh, you might want to plant some of these previous rodeo tomatoes to give you large fruit, and plant some of these uh, Ruby Crush grape tomatoes for for the uh, smaller cherry. Cherry type fruit. You were going to well, the, comment. The rodeo, the rodeo tomatoes have never let me down. I'll say, I'll say that. I've always uh, done well with them. All right. This you said you were going to plant your whole, all of your barrels in uh, this year's right. rodeo no, tomato. No, no, well, no, no. I go back. I go back as many years as I can find. Oh, okay. Oh, that'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. They, here's uh, my, my question though is, uh, when I'm planting, when I'm. Uh, I, in a whiskey barrel, I've always, I know you said copious amounts of osmocote. I do that. There you go. Good man. Water soluble to supplement that. But here's my question. When I, uh, how far, how deep should I go in the whiskey barrel with my osmocote and how far out from the stem? Oh, with osmocote, you, with osmocote, you can, uh, a lot of people mix it into the soil. That's it. That's exactly uh, yeah. what I do. But do I go all the way down? That's what I've always no, done. No, no. Just just mix it in the top four to six inches. Well, and I think oh, that's okay. kind of a that's a bit of a new direction too. I think if we went back ten years and uh, you listened to Jerry and I, it was mostly on the surface we were putting it. I don't think yeah. we were pr- we were. Pursuing, but I think you converted to uh, burying yeah. it. Yeah. Well, if if you planted, if if you planted, uh, and uh, had it didn't you didn't mix it in with the mix, you can put it on the surface, and uh, it it'll not burn the uh, the plants. You did, you want to stay a reasonable length away from it and don't pile the osmocote around the stem. But uh, but do I go all burn. do I go all the way out to the edge of the pot? You can, yeah, you can do. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You you you've listened good. <laughs> How long have you listened to the program? <laughs> as long, I think as long as you've been on. Uh, wait a minute, that's been twenty yeah. years. And it? today yeah, the, been, was the first time you 20... heard Jerry was right. <laughs> I've lived here twenty five years. All so, right, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. What do you what do you consider copious amounts? Uh oh. Well, you know, um, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> that's kind of subjective, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, uh, somewhere between a boatload and, and a lot. You there know, you safe. go. <laughs> you did good. Safe, safe. So probably, good answer. I would say probably uh, oh a pound. Okay. Wow. Per wh- yeah. whiskey barrel. Yeah. yeah. Good that man. Might, yeah. Well, the, the good news is you can you can have too much and not uh, hurt anything, <laughs> right. and, and eventually it'll be used up too. Yeah. 
I guess well, that's kind of always be a the impression I've gotten from y'all. Not enough. And then would you say once a week to supplement it with the water soluble or two, yes, every two sir. weeks? Every once a week, be fine. Once a week. All right. Yeah, he's, uh, on these tomatoes, you can't obviously you've been fertilizing right to grow the red snapper so good. But, great uh, Yeah, and uh, the uh, the soluble uh, does a does a good job to. Osmocote was originally used in uh, bedding in, bed, in bedding plant production, and more more often in uh, container container plant grown. grown. I probably have a hundred uh, pounds. I try to keep a. I probably have a hundred pounds of Osmocote in my garage. Wow. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> well, that, wanna, his car doesn't think so. His car is out there in the front uh, driveway. I don't, if, I I don't, on, if I see it on sale, I will buy it. You know. <laughs> there you go. I don't think. Uh, I don't think you can over fertilize with osmica. I appreciate. You know, it. In fact, uh, some people have told me that you could grow plants in pure osmica. Wow. And that, I tried that hmm. and did it. Of course, that 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 would be a debate. I mean, if you're if you're using more fertilizer than you need, that maybe is uh, yeah question. Yeah. You know, that's why that's really why I'm asking. I, I don't want to waste it. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, you're doing okay. You're doing great. All right. I'm working. I'm working with a greenhouse grower uh, south of here, and uh, I got him a young young man, and we got him started on that Osmocote. Real, real soon after he started growing plants in the greenhouse, and maybe, maybe I overemphasized use copious amount because when he when he gets through fertilizing his bed and work them up there, uh, he hauls in an artificial mix, of course, and uh, you can see. Osmocote in there. I mean, can you see the thick. soil? I'm still thick. trying to figure out who the young man is. <laughs> thick, <laughs> and uh, and and when he when he uh, works the soil up for the next crop, uh, that thing looks like it's full of snail eggs. <laughs> you know, the empty capsules. Yep. And uh, but hey, man, they've been he's been growing the best cabbage and. And uh, broccoli and and special tomatoes. He only, he insists on uh, 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 tycoon. That's his yeah. favorite. Kind. Well, welcome to the club. Yeah, <laughs> we've gone through. Uh, I'm glad we got that seed back. Steve you, Brown. And, yeah. <laughs> I, I love I love people. Uh, in bar, I went in the barber shop one day. And a and a guy came in there and recognized me and said, uh, "What? Why don't you like tycoon?" <laughs> you know, that was when the seed was <laughs> was going all the market. I said, "Well, you know, it's uh, uh, you need to try something else because those those tomatoes uh, they kind of played out." And uh, and the guy looked at me and said. But I like Tycoon. <laughs> well, we were, Mil- Milton and I were happy when Tycoon was available again because yeah. Steve Brown started talking to us again. Uh, <laughs> he wouldn't take our calls. He wouldn't. <laughs> Gary, thanks very much for calling. Hope Thank we helped you. you. Yeah, good man.
All right, well, let's see. Uh, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. What else is going maybe, on, Trace? Maybe we need to start a Osmocote uh, fan club fan club or a support uh, group honorary <laughs> honorary membership. Yeah, we'll, we'll call the Osmocote people, see if we can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure it'll get investigated as a potential conspiracy. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd like to be able to say what I was going to get in in vegetables this week, but uh, Uh-oh. they never sent me an availability. So oh, I, no. I won't know till tomorrow. So you've got a few tomatoes, you told me earlier. Well, we, got, we, had some, we had some really pretty gallon cans. All right. And the last time I was in there, we still had this year's rodeo tomato and a couple of celebrities. You remember what was in uh, the gallons? No. Oh, okay. I bet there's tycoon. I'm sure celebrity was one of them, but I. Uh, yeah. Celebrity. I remember seeing a cherry. I don't, I don't remember which cherry. <laughs> and uh, if you want to see the write-up on uh, uh, this year's rodeo tomato, which for for we, for months it was called rodeo tomato for. 2021, right, Melvin? Yeah. Now it has a name. <laughs> it did not yeah. have a name. It had a name before, we just couldn't <laughs> say. But uh, there's a write-up on plantanswers.com under Topics of the Month in red, uh, red writing. And it's uh, the first deal that you'll click on. And uh, I, I printed out the uh, uh, official release that uh, David Rodriguez and Dr. Stein wrote. And printed it out, and uh, Trace and everybody was impressed with the redness of the tomato. And so I found a, a seed source, which I've got listed on the plantanswers.com, and uh, they've got a picture that's probably better than David and them got. And look at that. That's pretty red. And that's, they're shiny, too. Yeah. But and they, uh, uh, our column in the Express News next Saturday will be. All right. We'll uh, talk about the the rodeo tomato too. Good. And I've updated all the. Remember, on the twentieth, we're doing the donations. Yeah, we'll the, talk about that. Uh, all, all the rodeo tomatoes that we sell on the twentieth of February. Of February. Yeah. Are going to the all the money is going to go to the Master Gardener. Thank you. I always yeah. get those mixed up. Yeah. Master Gardeners. Is there a youth uh, gardening program? Youth gardening program. Yeah, right. So that's not this Saturday coming up, but Saturday, a week from this Saturday. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll, uh, of course, all that information on Plant Answers and then we'll, the Express News article, we'll be talking about it and, and uh, all the experience that the gardeners have had with that uh, Ruby Crush. Yeah, oh, yeah. And remember, you won't be able to get it at the rodeo, even though it's <laughs> yeah. a rodeo tomato. Yeah. So why not come here and get it, and then yeah. that way they still get to benefit the kids. Well, I'm, I'm linking it to a, a BHN 968 <laughs> for something a little different. It was, uh, it was originally planned to be at the only at the rodeo years ago when it started. With Marinan West. And these nurserymen, Trace included, just gave us hell for not having it in the nursery. So uh, we kind of sneaked that in, especially after Marinan passed away. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, now it's available at, at most nurseries. And it's a good thing it is because 
that are not going to be at the rodeo this year. Yep. <laughs> technical difficulties. <laughs> Let's see. I don't know what happened. Hello. Yeah, everybody's got technical can difficulties. Can I say curse word? No, no, you cannot. All right, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break while we do. Give us a call, 210-308-8867. You're not hearing me. No. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. <laughs> Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hey, it was a pleasure talking to Kyle yesterday, and you may have gotten the feeling that the guys over at Wild Birds Unlimited know how to help you enjoy as much nature as they can or as you can enjoy in your yard. They're problem solvers. That's uh, uh, just like at Millburgers. They help you solve problems. That problem may be which uh, peach tree to grow. That problem may be I want to attract Redbirds, or what was it? The oh, robins. We had that question yesterday yeah. from somebody. Or what kind of dove is that? That's what they do at Wild Birds Unlimited. So, from uh, if you're trying to do purple martin houses, they gave us a whole lecture. Uh, it was great yesterday. Kyle did on uh, how to uh, attract them, what to do, all the myths, all the facts. But if you didn't catch it, don't worry about it. Just go by and visit them at Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military and Hebner Road, and they'll take care of you. Uh, we need to have him, when he comes on again, to talk about some of his employees uh, a little bit and uh, focus on them. So You're not uh, supposed to. You're not supposed to? Get the law. Really? I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I do it all the time. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the. Yeah. All right. And and if they see a bird that they you don't don't recognize, they can shoot the bird and take it in, and they'll identify the body. That's very bad advice. Uh, really? Yeah, I think oh, so. Yes. Okay. They. Uh, I think some of those birds are protected. <laughs> no. I think some of them. Almost every one of them. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Even doves. Oh, doves. During, during oh, season. Yeah. Doves right. for sure. Yeah. On that note, uh, go by and visit Kyle, and uh, <laughs> he'll show you a picture. He can he can identify him without you bringing the bird in at Northwest Military and Hebner Road at uh, Wild Birds Unlimited, uh, 210-479-BIRD, 210-479-BIRD for Wild Birds Unlimited. All right, 210-308-8867. All the lines are open, 210-308-8867. <laughs> Uh, give us a call. What else you got there? You know the you know the greatest bird killer Uh-oh. that ever lived. Jerry. Audubon. Oh yeah, that because that's how. He yeah, yeah. He, they had a, he had a special gun that he would shoot those birds with, so he could so it could basically take them apart, and uh, draw those beautiful pictures that he did. Well, he was one of many naturalists. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. how that's how they d- d- dealt with the. Trying to gather the information. Yeah, the fine, the fine points. Well, you said you were trying to do that growing up. You just go, oh, I don't want to paint this one after you <laughs> shot it. Upshot, oh, not this one. That's not good enough. Hey, guess who's on the line? Who's that? Johnson not, City not. Joe. Oh, no. I know. Maybe, maybe I said something wrong about his email. I don't know. Okay. Joe, you stunned him with Jerry was right. Uh, yeah, I know it. I'm framing I'm, I'm that. Fu- I, I told him that I wanted to talk about the humble peach. I just yeah. called him because I'm humble. Oh, okay. I thought I was wrong. He's, he's was having, right. He's having all his, those peaches. 
his daughter cross stitch a thing for him and frame it that says Jerry was right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had I felt like I needed to call in now because if not, the longer I waited, the longer Jerry would give me hell when I did call. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's so best we all to get know it Jerry over well with. enough. It's going to be uh, a long time. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get hell for a while, Joe. Yeah. There you, go. Mm-hmm. you know, it's like there's old. There's over 40 varieties, and Yenskis, uh they grow 27 of those varieties. So that, they've been there a long time. So they're a wholesaler, retailer, and they also have their stand, you know, right there where you in Fredericksburg. So you're always reliable there to go pick peaches. But uh, yeah, 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 you hit my favorites uh, peaches on on. On your email when you said Redskin. Oh yeah, they uh, still have those old timey ones. They, yeah, they, uh, I read that Harvester is still one of their most reliable ones. Oh, that's right. There, that used to be widely recommended up in the hills. And they still grow that because it's so so reliable. I think yeah. they start with all these peaches. Uh, you know, the you start picking them up there May thirtieth. Start with that uh, June Prince. And then yeah. you almost go all the way to September. Yeah, so, right. So I guess they got all those different peaches just in case some don't make it. <laughs> yeah. I guess. And but, uh, uh, the, the problem with lowering and redskin is they're big freestone peaches. And like Calvin has often said, uh, on those big freestone peaches, uh, they... They take a lot of care during the season. In other words, you gotta keep them. Yeah. Well watered Pests and, and watered. Yeah. 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 Well, you know that Melba and that 504 uh, white peach. I got those at Walmart uh, okay. several years ago, but I looked this year and they don't have them. And I think you know A and M is developing a series of white flesh peaches. Yeah. And, and they I also they also developing uh, those little flat ones. I like to eat right. those too. About three years ago, they came out with a whole slew of them. But then this last year, yeah, there were only ones? about three out of the of the new A and M developers. Oh, okay. Yeah. This year, so, when I went to go buy about a third of them, weren't there anymore. <laughs> huh. yeah. yeah, I think I think you had uh, well it was last year that that flat peach. Yep. And uh, well, those things uh, are good. Yeah, so I pay attention to what A and M is doing, but you know what they do—they—they—they they, uh, they develop the stock for that, and then they give it out to the growers. So the growers are the ones that are making the decision on who, what peaches uh, they want to have. A reason for that too. Yeah. Well, up here I've noticed they only have one white peach out of the twenty-seven. It's called yeah. Southern Pearl. You yeah. ever heard of that? Uh, I think in my searches last night, uh, I find that Stark is uh, Stark Brothers is selling a, a white peach and uh, several white peaches. Yeah. Well, they said uh, also most of the white peaches you see in the store, if there are any, come out of California. So I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, I did want to call and be very humble and apologize to Gary. And uh, I, most, uh, I do have a good spare. Not, huh? Most people are not big enough to admit it, Joe. 
<laughs> well, my daddy taught me better. <laughs> I didn't realize. I didn't realize he he put a note on his uh, email that uh, said I have known Jim Commas for about twenty five years. His children were in my school when I was the principal. I didn't realize you were a principal. Yeah, I was a lot Gosh, of things. I didn't realize Jim was that old. Uh, I, did, I didn't realize he'd been around in Texas. I guess he has. He'd been around in Texas going back about that time. He, yeah. He's got papers written on everything if you go and look. Oh, uh, yeah. He's, well, he's, uh, generally it's with, he's, he's got a picture. He's got a paper written on about olives now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so. He, that, he and Dr. Stein uh, cooperate all the time. Yeah, it's uh, they're good people. I stay. He keeps me uh, abreast. And what I called uh, called him about uh, about these peach, uh, peach varieties after you said that that they all had all these weird names. Yeah. I called him and I said, you know, I only know about a handful of reliable peaches. And he said, Joe. <laughs> and he said, Oh, Joe, there's a whole bunch more than that. And so. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so I went in and I looked at Yinskis because I know they're a big uh, orchard. Uh, yeah. Most of the orchards up there are 30 or 40 acres. There's only a couple that are 200 acres. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I, I I used to I used to always when I would go to Fredericksburg and buy peaches or Stonewall, I would try to impress them with. Uh, me knowing which varieties are which, yeah. So I would ask him what varieties they are. I've I've stopped that in the last uh, five or six years because I I don't I haven't got a clue of anything they're selling. Yeah, uh, about a, about I know about um, seven or eight of these peaches. Yeah. <laughs> you know, out of the, of course I didn't. Look, I'm just looking at the Yinsky's list. I didn't look at the whole forty list. Yeah. So I anyway, go, I just go after Redskin. <laughs> oh gosh, you can't hardly be Redskin. There's not a lot of there's not a, a lot of people growing those still in Fredericksburg. No, they're growing Harvester and Loring still at Dixieland. Yeah. And uh, the, the, that Loring, that Loring is an interesting peach because uh, we found out uh, just through planting them around the state. We used to highly recommend that lowering to this area, even yeah. though it's a higher chiller. But uh, we found that thing, that lowering will go all the way to the valley. Is that right? And uh, and still make peaches. Uh, so it's obviously its chilling requirement obviously must be uh, bearable. Terrible. We used to we used to talk about June gold the same way. Yeah, and it wasn't. I mean, it's just it's been a year or just two years since we've kind of quit talking about <laughs> June gold. Well, we 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 got off on Florida King. You can't beat that thing. Yeah, well, they have. He grows up there now. I never do this. He's growing in Alberta, which you know has real high chilling hours. But he caught. He says it's a new variety of Alberta. Yeah, there's. I've heard of that. Uh, I think I think members had it at one time. May have it this year. What was it? Alberta. You oh. know the famous oh, the, Alberta. The, but they've got the a variation. New one, yeah. I think that's uh, lower chiller. 
Yeah, he it, it says it's a new variety right. for that area. So I don't know. Yeah. I guess they just keep breeding these peaches. Oh yeah, constantly. Well, All thank right, you, Joe. And I, thank you, I, Joe. Pre- I appreciate your recognition of uh, his correctness. Uh, my correctness. Well, well, I wanted to do it writing and in person. Yeah. Next time I come down there, if you're there, I come up and tell you again. Okay. All right, we'll, we'll put All you right. on the air then, too. There you go. All right. All right. Bye-bye. We'll take a picture of it and have you sign it. <laughs> Thanks, <Jeff>. Okay. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. Got a couple minutes before we get to get caught up with the news. 210-308-8867. What else you got there? I want to remind everybody, if they didn't see Calvin's article in yesterday's paper, uh, if you took yesterday's paper, uh, go ahead and get it out. Get it uh, and look. Be sure to look for his wonderful article in SA Life on page eight. And uh, his title of the article is "Think of Those Weeds as a Winter Lawn." That's good, Kevin. And Kevin uh, <laughs> goes in deep, great detail about our sustainable winter turf. <laughs> R S W T, and uh, uh, talks about how we developed that, and uh, I, I, we we uh, chose uh, for our S W T the uh, the uh, uh, blue uh, annual bluegrass, which I'm I'm gonna check and see if you can find seed of that thing because it's. It's amazing. Blue, it, 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 of course, it goes out when the temperature gets hot, as do all bluegrasses down here. Which is one of the assets. Yeah. One of the reasons we like it. And uh, But it comes up every year. I was looking at mine yesterday. Green as a gourd. It's beautiful green down there. And, and for a long time, it stays small. And they, they have a tendency of... They cooperate those uh, varieties that you talked about. <laughs> you know, if, if the rescue grass isn't uh, yeah. growing strongly, then you're the, then the gap is filled with the uh, <laughs> the bluegrass. Yeah. And then of course horse herb comes in there at some point. Yeah, my horse herb is. I don't think it need more water, but I want to tell Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, it's coming after the rain. I think Evelyn is not worried. She's <laughs> she's figuring oh, it out. Oh, she's uh, she's upset. It's not coming up. Yeah, she's not worried. It's, <laughs> she she knows it's coming back. And Kevin also talked about uh, treating weed growth, uh, weeds that are growing now, and you can tell which which are weeds and which is grass because most of the grass is brown, at least in my yard, and anything that's green. In clumps is a weed, but that's hard to get people to. Uh, oh yeah, get to, <laughs> you know that same same day, uh, last week we had a couple of people that were talking about their how good their lawn looked. <laughs> their San Augustine. Grass. Yeah. It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. 
And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. There we go. We got it now. All right, we're uh, back there turning the radio on. All right, I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and uh, we're ready to take your calls here at Mill Burgers at 1604 and Bull Road. So uh, come by and visit with us. It's a beautiful sunny day. Lots of folks uh, dressed warm, although that woman's in a short sleeve shirt, and so is that man. Uh, but uh, lots of folks... Uh, are uh, dressed up and looking good and uh, out here shopping at Mill Burgers at 1604 and Bull Road. Uh, a 10% discount on everything? Yes. On today? Today and tomorrow. That must be what brought them out in this pretty Maybe day. so, yeah. That's a lot of things, you know. Um, <laughs> Trace was saying sometimes he gets uh, questions, you know. Uh, does this go on sale? And it's like, oh well, normally we up. Oh, yeah, we do. We do it every uh, every time there's a Super Bowl. I bought a bunch of uh, bird seed. Hey, and save some money. Uh, yeah, if you ten uh, percent goes on the uh, sunflower seed and on mixed seed. Wow. And, and uh, on feeders, those you too. Oh those, yeah, that's uh, true. Uh, feeders uh, done by the craftsmen too with the license. Yeah, plates. that's pretty neat. Those feeders or houses? Hi, what's up? Oh, all right. Well, do you want to? Every year. Here. Yeah. Well, now we're on the air. Are you? Oh, I like Calvin. Uh, She's already started. Uh, I got a. I checked my email this morning. Oh, you did? You saw that Joe? Uh, did yeah. You see Joe's email? Yeah. I told him he had to call in. That'd make a great birthday gift. Yeah. Jerry was right. There you go. You the, saw that, huh? The birth, what's that? <laughs> yeah, I know. Apparently, uh, Joe is admitting it. And that's the, you know, when Johnson Joe says something, it's it's uh, it's gospel. <laughs> the uh, Johnson City Joe. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> we talked about a little at the end of yesterday's show Yeah. that uh, Joe had contacted uh, Jim Comas up in uh, Fruit Specialist and... In Fredericksburg, Texas, with the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service, and uh, to get the chilling hours for the hill country, and, and for us to kind of give us an idea. And uh, the uh, as of January 28th, that's been a couple of days ago, they had 717. All right, in the hill country. And most pe- most peaches trees need between 700 and 750, except for June gold, which needs uh, 600 to 650. Uh, the uh, so we we'll make our hours in hill country. He says, he writes, and I assume that those of you in San Antonio have already reached your hours. So uh, that means. <laughs> Uh, that means uh, after the the next warm up, they may, some of them may those early peaches may start blooming. Uh, per, that can be good or bad. <laughs> uh, I learned he, he he got me into learning something last night. 
Uh, he said it is it is uh, it is email that uh, I first got. Said personally, my lowering red skin, except for peaches, <laughs> and he's showing his age. Those are old, and they are good peaches. Uh, <laughs> then uh, he asked, two white flesh peaches, Melba, and A and M five hundred four. I bet you got that here, didn't he? Uh, maybe a couple years ago we had yeah. some odd ones. Yeah, I like that Melba though. Have you ever had Melba? Oh yeah. And uh, he said the Melba needs about eight hundred to eight hundred fifty hours, and the five hundred four needs seven fifty to eight hundred. I love all these peaches. I love all these peaches, but these white peaches are very sweet with no acidity. The Melba is an old-fashioned peach, which you need to pick right up. Pick right before it is fully ripe because it becomes soft and mushy um, uh, very quickly. I love it. I never, I never made it out of the field with those. I <laughs> ate them right as I was taking them off the trees. Yeah, where did you go? Where did you so pick them? Somewhere in Fredericksburg when I was young, my father oh, okay. hauled me up there. <laughs> but I don't believe I've ever seen it in the store. I have not either. <laughs> I believe 504 is an attempt by A&M to develop a firmer and more commercial white peach. It tastes like Melba, but it's firmer. Uh, uh, can any anyone? Now, did I depend? I was depending on the on the web web website, and so I get on there last night. And search for. I first started searching for. Uh, wh- where, what is Melba peach? Uh, and orig- and what, where did it originate? Because I I had in my mind that it originated at Aldridge's, outside of San Antonio here. Back in the, <laughs> uh, it was big time back in the, what twenty years ago, thirty years ago. That would, that would make sense for me. I, I imagine Wolf sold them. I, I don't remember that one. Is that all. right? No. But anyway, anyway, so I looked at it. I did a search for that. And instead of about the peach, it comes up. It find, they find out, I find out that Melba is a, is a stripper name. Well, it's a. It's a dessert. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a, I found lots of recipes for Melba, the dessert that had originated in the 1800s in France, I think it was. And uh, they told all about who it was named after. And, Melba uh, toast? <laughs> no, they, they, it's, got, it's got liquor in it. You like it, Kevin. But uh, it's a drink. It's kind of a drink and a dessert. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I mean, this thing was full. Would not get away from that Melba dessert or is cooking. It a, is it a peach liqueur? Is there any connection? Yeah. It's, it's it better be. than the, Maybe so. Well, we're, we're lucky he got hooked on that than one of the pornography kind of issues. <laughs> oh, man. And the deal... <laughs> So I went it's back. Taking this show in a strange place. <laughs> so I went back and searched for 
Melba peach varieties. That's good. I thought I'd narrow it down. And, <laughs> <laughs> and whatever. Clicked on it. Sure enough, back to those recipes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did you they, try would not, they would not leave me alone. Did you try peach Melba? I just wrote, up, I up, wrote a question now. Uh, it goes after the first word, I think. Okay. More so. Yeah. Yeah. This gardener, this gardener was had pictures of his low chill peaches were blooming. Okay. And uh, did he it, mention what variety it was? No, he didn't. Couldn't remember what okay. variety. Okay. But they had blo- they have bloomed three years in a row, and he was wor- worried they were going to go ahead and with. Uh, he's going to lose the blooms again. Uh, the so blooms he, are open gonna, now. Are the oh, yeah. buds? Are, oh. He's going to, he's going to try the uh, <laughs> the sprinkler. Yeah. Issue. Uh, so that that'll be interesting. He lived here in San Antonio, right? Well, yeah. yeah. yeah I know they changed the, or at least what I saw, they changed the forecast, so it's not going to be so bad. Oh wow! No, yeah. I see. I look for it. What was it? And they probably got they, took. They changed the forecast. <laughs> yeah, that's. And what they probably hoping. took the rain out, didn't they? No, they didn't take the rain yeah, out. No. Is it, okay. is it uh, near 30 now, or what's the forecast? Well, what I saw this morning when I looked was 32, the low for the next. That was like a Friday, oh, night, Saturday great. night, or Saturday night, Sunday night. Yeah, that'll that'll work. Yeah. So what you keep running into? Oh, okay. <laughs> now here, I, I did find Melba Peach in the backyard gardener. From 2016. What were you looking Go for? Go ahead and look at it. Okay, it's not a dessert. <laughs> there is a dessert called Peach Melba. Yeah, I looked at I saw that one, too. Oh, okay. But uh, basically, it just tells you everything you need to know about growing peaches and how to... How about Melba Toast? It didn't, you didn't find Melba? Yeah, this, this seems to be more about peaches than yeah, that specific. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah. I saw that several so did, times. So did you call Mr. Stein? <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, so it, and I also, I also found a listing. Uh, I I decided to fool that, inter, that web, you know. Yeah, you're so, smarter than the web. <laughs> and so I did look for chilling hours. Hmm. That was more specific, uh, for Melba Peach, and I I found chilling hours of a bunch of peaches, but uh, Melba wasn't on the list. Well, that's that's a, it's a white, white yeah, it's flesh white, peach. white, yeah, yeah, peach. Uh, so did did you call Mr. Stein? <laughs> I figure you got up why, this morning at about. I'm sorry, I missed. Why why is he looking for Melba Peach? Because uh, uh, the Joe wrote me a. How? Oh. Uh, Johnson City Joe wrote me this email that I just got to read, and so this morning. I checked some, uh, checked the email again. I had another response from Johnson City Joe, which I am going to frame. Yeah, I don't blame you. Go ahead and frame it. It says, amigos, I have to eat some crow, so I need to share some more info about different varieties of peaches in the Fredericksburg Stonewall area. Jerry was right that's where Jerry stopped reading. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't remember what I was right about, but that's good. No, don't just just take it. <laughs> there are about forty different varieties of peaches grown in the area. That does not mean all growers grow all forty, of course. 
therefore, he went to Jinsky Orchards website, which I know they've been in business about 60 years. The Jinskys grow 27 different varieties, starting with the earliest Clingstone, and he listens some, listens some. And uh, semi-free stone, he mentioned June, June Prince. Then uh, free stones, starting with Cary, C-A-R-Y. Like I said, I've never heard of those. Nope. The last free stone is the Fairtime. Fairtime. Some of the record, so he writes, some of the varieties I recognize, but many I do not. I don't. Okay. And I would I would change that to read none of the new varieties he recognized. Uh, and then <laughs> and then he closes out says y'all You created this monster, Joe. <laughs> says y'all fixed the crow, but I prefer English sparrows. I, I have that. a recipe. All right, do you want to put JC De- Joe. Do you want to put Dennis on this cuz I did find another one on Melba. Large fruit, pale yellow skin, white flesh, juicy with honey flavor. Grows in Texas, mid-season harvest. That doesn't help you either, does it? No, I, w- I was wanting to know the history of where it came from. Okay. Does it say that? No. But it, cause I, We need Dennis. I, I forever thought that it was a Aldrich peach. I know I know they used to sell it. But uh, who, who's old-time nurseman right outside uh, on uh, 35 and... Uh, 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 1604, basically. But anyway, uh, none of the peaches that I looked up that I found the chilling hours of, we knew, I knew of, and uh, none that we sell. So anyway. Uh, so where does that leave us besides Jerry was right? <laughs> that's, that's where we leave it. That's right the only there. thing you need to take away? Yeah. Go to L.E. Cook. L. E. Cook, okay. L. E. Cook. They're California. Yeah, but they might have the peach. Might have oh, the yeah. Now, they have some of those old, that old stuff like that. Now, Milton, I can only hear Jerry. What does that mean? That's good. I'm not sure why. Um, <laughs> That's a good thing, Kevin. I can hear everybody. You can hear Jerry through your headphones or just through him? Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I, when I was talking to this, uh, to the person out here, in the audience, that's all I could. I could just hear Jerry too. I couldn't. Well, that's good, Calvin. I think, I think Jerry planned that. Maybe, maybe you need to listen closely to what yeah. I say, Calvin. <laughs> no, you don't have to. Uh-huh. It just bounce, it bounces <laughs> off. Everything. Is that any better? Because I don't. You're hooked up. I'm not sure why you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, you're kind of muffled. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, well, I can hear you, Milton. You can hear. <laughs> yeah, Trace. So the. Uh, the ten percent Super Bowl sale, Super Bowl. Let's see, fifty. Uh, we five. We have to call it the the, the big game, the big or the game party. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they can come over here and be safe and get ten percent off everything in the store except grass and labor. Right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, like I mentioned, uh, we talked a lot about uh, the birds yesterday, and we were talking about bird housing for purple martins. But it also, uh, you can get that 10% 
advantage on the bird seed here at Millburgers. That's a good idea. They, Have they got the black sunflower seed? They got uh, the oil sunflower seed. They've got a a, a generous mix of uh, uh, that, that's got uh, mixed and, and sunflower seed together that uh, works well. That's good for the squirrels, that other stuff. Yeah, yeah I guess if you're into squirrels, <laughs> I suppose the English sparrows will like it. Yeah, they like it too. But, but uh, that's funny. I never had any, uh, any sparrows on my bird feeder in the backyard. There's nothing for some really cooked, by the way. There's uh, it just disappeared, huh? The uh, the uh, I saw a cardinal redbird, uh, the male redbird, uh, on my back porch, <laughs> right in my back patio. Uh, couple of days ago of course if anybody so they're comes, looking around for something yeah, if anybody comes to the nursery and stays b- by us very long <laughs> they'll see the Gold lesser finches. goldfinches <laughs> yeah white-winged doves cardinals oh you forgot to ask kyle what that dove might have been what did he say well, you forgot uh, it's okay we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll fix it during the break you forgot to ask kyle what the dove might be oh the uh, I saw Milton and I had seen a, a unusual dog, and I didn't think it was a white wing, but uh, had some special marking on it. Well, there's a, the hunters tell me that <laughs> there's, a, of course, a white wing and a morning, a, a morning dove, and then that little worthless dove Inca you dove. always like. Beautiful little and Inca that, dove. There's, a, there's, a new, there's another dove. That's coming to the area, and maybe that's what you saw. Yeah. I, the only dove I like is a dove bar. That. Oh. You quit. <laughs> anyway, uh, as I was walking in, I saw those beautiful uh, uh, begonia, not begonia, uh, uh, geranium. That you got at the front. I yep. saw a lot of people walking out with them yesterday. Those, are, those were all Fantasia series. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're coming in beautiful. Yeah, they're pretty. And uh, that's that's that Fantasia series. I saw a lot of one, a lady walking through with a basket full of the, uh, what do we call that? Purple or uh, the the original Fantasia, which is. The one that really tolerates the heat is the purple one, uh, but I don't. I don't think you have. Uh, I didn't see any blooming any uh, uh, the uh, the other ones. Uh, oh Lord, my. the hot pink one. Yeah, yeah. hot yeah. pink one. Uh, they come and go. But they're 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 nice nice plants, and uh, Fantasia can and most geranium. Can take uh, pretty cold temperatures. Yeah, well, this, I, this, I don't know if I'd leave them, but 32, I don't, I don't think it would bother them. No, and this uh, last six, eight weeks has been perfect for them. Oh yeah, they love they just, love this kind of weather. Just like our spinach and uh, <laughs> yeah. I trace the uh, the roses over there. Are those the drift roses? I think they were. You know, yeah. well, we, uh, as you walk out out to the right. Most of the roses we have now are drift. Those are pretty. They're blooming, yeah. Yeah. You want to highlight the drift for a second? Because those are nice. Uh, well, it's a, as far as, you know, years ago, knockout was the rose that everybody planted. Right. And uh, 
as time progressed, uh, the problems in it showed up to some extent. <laughs> and uh, drift started becoming super popular. That's uh, it's, um, it's almost on every landscape architect's uh, diagrams for when they're going to put a rose in. Now they, hmm. they suggest drift. I wonder if it has the same disease resistance as a... Uh as a knockout. Well, they, they tolerate us pretty good, so uh, yeah. imagine. Yeah. I need to give Melton one. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break and see if we got Calvin all hooked up. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I'm Milton Glick. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Garden in South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Before we get to uh, the phone calls, at 210-308-8867. Want to remind you, uh, if you need a pest control company to take care of you, to make sure your home stays pest-free, if there's something that's bugging you, uh, Warren, Remy, and Spider-Man Pest Control can help you get rid of that. Uh, that termite and pest control at Spider-Man is just absolutely wonderful. They've been doing this since 1976 helping homeowners and businesses to remain pest-free by taking a holistic look at your, your place, your situation, and uh, deciding what you need, what needs to be sprayed, or what needs to be uh, placed down in traps, and then uh, making sure that, oh, hey, you know what's happening is they're coming in through here, or you've got this vulnerability. And so if we can just seal that up, you guys will, should be in better shape. So, so that doesn't mean, when you say a holistic outlook, that doesn't mean that... Uh uh, Spider-Man has the same kind of affectionate outlook. For, <laughs> no, not affectionate. I think my, my my roaches are coming in the front door. I think so. Yeah, You're ringing right. the bell. <laughs> You've got a sign outside yeah, that says roaches welcome. <laughs> All right, 210-656-3721 is our phone number. 210-656-3721, rather, is Spider-Man's number. You'll find them online at GoSpiderManPest.com. Go GoSpiderManPest.com. Dot com. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. And Jerry is on the line with a tomato question. Hi, Jerry. Hello, it's Gary, but that's okay. Oh, Gary, I'm sorry. That's yeah. close no, enough. No, no, it's, it's the way I say it, I think, because a lot of people <laughs> think I'm Gary. Anyway, uh, I plant my tomatoes in whiskey barrels, and I, I have a lot of whiskey barrels, and I try to go back in the rodeo tomatoes, it, it Plant as many as I can find. Well, I think last year's find. rodeo. I think <laughs> last year's rodeo tomato was the best one ever. I think. Uh, we I mean, try to improve from, from year to year. Was that red yeah. snapper? Yeah, the fish. Yeah, I mean, the that, fish was, one. that was a heavy producer. I mean, it was it was a fantastic for me. Anyway, but here's you my know, question. Uh, you know, last uh, last year. I don't. I think I agree. I, I agree with you. If you just count that that crop and, the, but the, the crop before, I didn't get the same kind of performance. Did we consistently get that good performance that first year, Jerry? On um, red snapper. Um, red snapper. Or in our trials, yeah. But uh, I, I was but, saying, I think in our gardeners didn't get the same. Well, I never got any complaints, or we never got any complaints. Uh, so much has to do with temperature and yeah, yeah other I factors. Thought it was, I thought it was fantastic, but 
But I have a question. Well, well it'll when be it'll be avail it'll be available again this year. Well, I had it especially last, at Milburg. I had it last week. Oh, you had it last week. Great. Uh along anyway. with the uh, new Ruby Crush grape tomato. All right. So so for those it, of you who I'm, want a uh want a big tomato, a lar a large size fruit, yeah. uh you might want to plant some of these previous rodeo tomatoes <laughs> to give you large fruit. And plant some of these uh, ruby crush grape tomatoes for for the uh, smaller cherry cherry type fruit. You were going to well, comment. Well, the, the rodeo to, the rodeo tomatoes have never let me down. I'll say I'll say that, that I've always uh, done well with them. All right, this you said you were going to plant your whole all of your barrels in uh, this year's right. rodeo no, tomato. No, no, well, no, no. I go back. I go back as many years as I can find. Oh. Okay, oh, that'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, my, my question though is, uh, when I'm planting, when I'm uh, in a whiskey barrel, I've always, I know you said copious amounts of osmocote. I do. That. There you and, go, uh, good man. Water soluble to supplement that. But here's my question: When I, uh, how far, how deep should I go in the whiskey barrel with my osmocote, and how far out from the stem? Oh, with osmocote, you with osmocote, you can. Uh, a lot of people mix it into the soil. That's it, that's uh, exactly yeah. what I do. But do I go all the way down? That's what I've always no, done. No, no, just just mix it in the top four to six inches. Well, and I think oh, that's okay. kind of a that's a bit of a new direction too. I think if we went back ten years, and uh, you listened to Jerry and I, it was mostly. On the surface, we were putting it. I don't think yeah. we were we were pursuing, but I think you converted to uh, burying yeah. it. Yeah. Well, if if you planted, if if you planted, uh, and uh, had it didn't you didn't mix it in with the mix, you can put it on the surface, and uh, it it'll not burn the uh, the plants. You did, you want to stay. A reasonable length away from it, and don't pile the osmocote around the stem. But uh, but do I go all burn. do I go all the way out to the edge of the pot? You can, yeah, you, you do. Can. Okay, yeah. You you you've listened good. <laughs> How long have you listened to the program? <laughs> as long, I think as long as you've been on. Oh, wait a minute. That's been 20 yeah. years. And it? today yeah, the, been, was the I've first time you 20... heard Jerry was right. <laughs> I've lived here 25 years. All so, right. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. What do you What do you consider copious amounts? Uh-oh. Well, you know, um, <laughs> that's kind of subjective, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, uh, somewhere between a boatload and a lot. You there you go. <laughs> you did good. Safe, safe, probably, good answer. I would say probably, uh, oh, a pound. Okay. Wow. Per yeah. whiskey barrel? Yeah. Good that man. Might, yeah. Well, the, the good news is you can you can have too much and not uh, hurt anything. <laughs> right. And, and eventually it will be used up, too. Yeah. I guess well, that's kind of always be a the little disappointing if it's not enough. And then, would you say once a week to supplement it with the water soluble, or two, yes, every two sir. weeks? Every, once a week, be fine. Once a week. 
All right. Yeah, he's, uh, on these tomatoes, you can't, obviously, you've been fertilizing right to grow the red snapper so good. But, uh, yeah, and, uh, the, uh, the soluble, uh, does a, does a good job to, Osmocote was originally used in, uh, bedding, in, bed, in bedding plant production and more, a lot more often in, uh, container, container plant grown. Growing. I probably have a hundred uh, pounds. I try to keep a, I probably have a hundred pounds of osmocote in my garage. Wow. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> well, that, don't wanna, his don't car doesn't think so. His car is <laughs> out there in the front uh, driveway. If I, if, don't, I I don't, on, if I see it on sale, I'll buy it. You know. <laughs> there you go. I don't think. Right. I don't think you can over fertilize with osmocote. I appreciate. You know, it. In fact, uh, some people have told me that you could grow plants in pure osmocote. Wow, and that, I tried that hmm. and did it. Of course, that 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 would be a debate. I mean, if you're if you're using more fertilizer than you need, that maybe is uh, yeah question. Here. You know, that's why that's really why I'm asking. I, I, I don't want to waste it. Yeah. No, you're doing okay. You're doing great. All right. I'm working. I'm working with a greenhouse grower uh, south of here, and uh, I got him a young young man, and we got him started on that Osmocote. Real, real soon after he started growing plants in the greenhouse, and maybe, maybe I overemphasized use copious amounts because when he when he gets through fertilizing his bed and work them up there, uh, he hauls in an artificial mix, of course, and uh, you can see. Osmocote in there. I mean, can you see the soil? Thick. I'm still trying to figure out who the young man is. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> thick, and uh, and and when he when he uh, works the soil up for the next crop, uh, that thing looks like it's full of snail eggs. <laughs> you know, the empty capsules. Yep. And uh, but hey, man, they've been great. He's been growing the best cabbage and. And uh, broccoli and and especially tomatoes. He only, he insists on uh, 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 tycoon. That's his yeah. favorite kind. Well, welcome to the club. Yeah, <laughs> we've gone through. Uh, I'm glad we got that seed back. Steve you, Brown. And, yeah. <laughs> I, I love I love people uh, in bar. I went in the barber shop one day. And a, and a guy came in there and recognized me and said, uh, "Why, why don't you like tycoon?" <laughs> you know, that was when the seed was <laughs> was going all the market. I said, "Well, you know, it's uh, uh, you need to try something else because those those tomatoes uh, they kind of played out." And uh, and the guy looked at me and said. But I like Tycoon. <laughs> well, we were, Mil- Milton and I were happy when Tycoon was available again because yeah. Steve Brown started talking to us again. Uh, <laughs> he wouldn't take our calls. He wouldn't. <laughs> Gary, thanks very much for calling. Hope Thank we helped you. you. Yeah, good man. Thank you. All right, well, let's see. 210 308 8867 is our number. 210 308 8867. What else is going maybe, on, Trace? Maybe we need to start a Osmocote uh, fan club. Fan club or a support uh, group. Honorary <laughs> honorary membership. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll call the Osmocote people, see if we can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure it'll get investigated as a potential <laughs> conspiracy. Well, I'd, I'd like to be able to say what I was going to get in in vegetables this week, but uh, they never sent me an availability. So oh, I, no. I won't know till tomorrow. So you've got a few tomatoes, you told me earlier. Well, we, got, we, had some, we had some really pretty gallon cans. All right. And the last time I was in there, we still had this year's rodeo tomato and a couple of celebrities. Do you remember what was in uh, the gallons? No. Oh, okay. I bet there's tycoon. I'm sure celebrity was one of them, but I. Yeah. Celebrity. I remember seeing a cherry. I don't, I don't remember which cherry. <laughs> and uh, if you want to see the write-up on uh, uh, this year's rodeo tomato, which for for we, for months it was called rodeo tomato for. 2021, right, Melvin? Yeah. Now it has a name. <laughs> it did not yeah. have a name. It had a name before. We just couldn't <laughs> say. But uh, there's a write-up on plantanswers.com under topics of the month in red, uh, red writing. And it's uh, the first deal that you'll click on. And uh, I, I printed out the uh, official release that uh, David Rodriguez and Dr. Stein wrote. And printed it out, and uh, Trace and everybody was impressed with the redness of the tomato. And so I found a, a seed source, which I've got listed on the plantanswers.com, and uh, they've got a picture that's probably better than David and them got. And look at that. That's pretty red, and yeah. they're shiny, too. Yeah. But and they, uh, uh, our column in the Express News next Saturday will be. All right. We'll uh, talk about the the rodeo tomato too. Good. And I've updated all the. Remember, on the twentieth, we're doing the donations. Yeah, the, talk about that. Uh, all all the rodeo tomatoes that we sell on the twentieth of February. Of February. Yeah. Are going to the all the money is going to go to the Master Gardener. Thank you. I always yeah. get those mixed up. Yeah. Master Gardeners. Is there a youth gardening uh, program? Youth gardening program. Yeah, right. So that's not this Saturday coming up, but Saturday, a week from this Saturday. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll, uh, of course, all that information on Plant Answers and then we'll, the Express News article, we'll be talking about it and, and uh, all the experience that the gardeners have had with that uh, Ruby Crush. Yeah, tomato. oh, yeah. And remember, you won't be able to get it at the rodeo, even though yeah. it's a rodeo tomato. Yeah. yeah. So why not come here and get it, and then yeah. that, that way they still get to benefit the kids. Well, I'm, I'm linking it to a, a BHN 968 <laughs> for something a little different. It was, uh, it was originally planned to be at the only at the rodeo years ago when it started. With Marinan West, and these nurserymen, Trace included, just gave us hell for not having it in the nurseries. So uh, we kind of sneaked that in, especially after Marinan passed away. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, now it's available at, at most nurseries, and it's a good thing it is because. Then they're not going to be at the rodeo this year. Yep. 
Let's see. I don't know what happened. Hello. Yeah, everybody's got technical Can difficulties. Can I say curse word? No, you cannot. All right, we're going to take a quick break while we do. Give us a call, 210-308-8867. You're not hearing me? No. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Bars in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it was a pleasure talking to Kyle yesterday, and you may have gotten the feeling that the guys over at Wild Birds Unlimited know how to help you enjoy as much nature as they can or as you can enjoy in your yard. They're problem solvers. That's uh, uh, just like at Millburgers. They help you solve problems. That problem may be which uh, peach tree to grow. That problem may be I want to attract Redbirds, or what was it? The oh, robins. We had that question yesterday yeah. from somebody. Or what kind of dove is that? That's what they do at Wild Birds Unlimited. So, from uh, if you're trying to do purple martin houses, they gave us a whole lecture. Uh, it was great yesterday. Kyle did on uh, how to uh, attract them, what to do, all the myths, all the facts. But if you didn't catch it, don't worry about it. Just go by and visit them at Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military and Hebner Road, and they'll take care of you. Uh, we need to have him when he comes on again to uh, talk about some of his employees uh, a little bit and uh, focus on them. So You're not uh, supposed to. You're not supposed to? Get the law. Really? I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I do it all the time. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the. Yeah. All right. And and if they see a bird that they don't don't recognize, they can shoot the bird and take it in, and they'll identify the body. That's very bad advice. Uh, really? Yeah, I think oh, so. Yes, okay. they. Uh, I think some of those birds are protected. <laughs> no, I think some of them, almost every one of them. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Even doves. Oh, doves. During, during oh, season. Yeah. Doves right. for sure. Yeah. On that note, go by and visit Kyle, and uh, <laughs> he'll show you a picture. He can he can identify him without you bringing the bird in at Northwest Military and Hebner Road at uh, Wild Birds Unlimited, uh, 210-479-BIRD, 210-479-BIRD for Wild Birds Unlimited. All right, 210-308-8867. All the lines are open, 210-308-8867. <laughs> uh, give us a call. What else you got there? You know the you know the greatest bird killer Uh-oh. that ever lived. Audubon. Oh yeah, that because that's how. He yeah, he, they had a, he had a special gun that he would shoot those birds with, so he could so it could basically take them apart, and uh, draw those beautiful pictures that he did. Well, he was one of many naturalists. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. How, that's how they d- uh, dealt with the trying to. Gather the information. Yeah, the fine, the fine points. Well, you said you were trying to do that growing up. You just go, oh, I don't want to paint this one after you <laughs> shot it. Upshot, oh, oh, not this one. That's not good enough. Hey, guess who's on the line? Who's that? Johnson not, City not. Joe. Oh no. I know. Maybe maybe I said something wrong about his email. I don't know. Okay. Joe, you stunned him with Jerry was right. Uh, yeah, I know it. I'm framing I'm, I'm that. Fu- I, I told him I wanted to talk about the humble peach. I just yeah. called him because I'm humble. Oh, okay. That I was wrong. He's, Jerry he's was having, right. He's on having all his, those peaches. His daughter cross stitch a thing for him and frame it that says Jerry was right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had I felt like I needed to call in now because if not, the longer I waited, 
the longer Jerry would give me hell when I did call. Uh, oh, okay. So it's best so to get it Jerry over well with. Enough, it's going to be uh, a long time. <laughs> yeah, you're going to you're going to get hell for a while, Joe. Yeah. There you, go. you know, it's like there's over uh, there's over forty of varieties, and Yetskis, uh they grow twenty seven of those varieties. So that, they've been there a long time. So they're a wholesaler, retailer, and they also have their stand. You know, right there where you in Fredericksburg, so you're always reliable there to go pick peaches. But uh, yeah, 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 you hit my favorites uh, peaches on 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 your email when you said redskin. Oh yeah, they uh, still have those old timey ones. They, yeah. they, uh, I read that Harvester is still one of their most reliable ones. Oh, that's right. There, that used to be widely recommended up in the hills. And they still grow that because it's so so reliable. I think yeah. they start with all these peaches. Uh, you know, the, you start picking them up there May thirtieth. Start with that uh, June Prince, and then yeah. you almost go all the way to September. Yeah. So, right. So I guess they got all those different peaches, just in case some don't make it. <laughs> I yeah. guess. And but, uh, uh, the, the problem with lowering and redskin is they're big freestone peaches, and like Calvin has often said, uh, on those big freestone peaches, uh, they they take a lot of care during the season. In other words, you got to keep them yeah well watered Pests and, and watered. Yeah. 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 Well, you know that Melba and that 504 uh, white peach, I got those at Walmart uh, several years ago. But I looked this year, and they don't have them. And I think, you know, A&M is developing a series of white flesh peaches. Yeah, and And they're also also developing uh, those little flat ones. I like to eat those, too. About three years ago, they came out with a whole of them, but then this last year yeah, there was only ones? about three out of the of the new A and M developers. Oh, okay. Yeah. This year so, when we went to go buy about a third of them weren't there anymore. Huh. Yeah. yeah, I think I think you had uh, well it was last year that that flat peach. Yep. And uh, well, those things uh, are good. Yeah. So I pay attention to what A and M is doing, but you know what they do they they uh, they develop the stock for that and then they give it out to the growers. So the growers are the ones that are making the decision on who, what peaches uh, yeah, they want to have. a reason for that, too. Yeah. Well, up here, I've noticed they only have one white peach uh, out of the 27. It's called yeah. Southern Pearl. You yeah. ever heard of that? Uh, I think in my searches last night, uh, I find that Stark is, uh, Stark Brothers is, Selling a, a white peach and uh, several white peaches. Yeah. Well, they said uh, also most of the white peaches you see in the store, if there are any, come out of California. So I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, no. I did want to call <laughs> and be very humble and apologize to uh, Gary. And uh, I, well, most, uh, I do have a good not, start. Huh? Most people are not big enough to admit it, Joe. <laughs> well, my daddy taught me better. <laughs> I didn't realize. I didn't realize he he put a note on his uh, email that uh, 
that I have known Jim Commas for about 25 years. His children were in my school when I was the principal. I didn't realize you were a principal. Yeah, that was a lot of things. I didn't realize Jim was that old. Uh, I I didn't realize he'd been around in Texas. I guess he has. He'd been around in Texas going back about that time. He's got papers written on everything if you go and look. Oh, Uh, yeah. Well, he's uh, generally it's with... He's got a picture. He's got a paper written on about olives now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, he and Doctor Stein uh, cooperate all the time. Yeah, it's uh, they're good people. I stay. He keeps me uh, abreast. And what I called uh, called him about uh, about these peach, uh, peach varieties after you said that that they all had all these weird names. Yeah. I called him and I said, "You know, I only know about a handful of reliable peaches." And he said, "Joe." <laughs> he said, "Oh, Joe, there's a whole bunch more than that." And so, oh, yeah. uh, and so I went in and I looked at Yinskis because I know they're a big uh, orchard. Uh, yeah. Most of the orchards up there are thirty or forty acres. There's only a couple that are two hundred acres. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I used to I used to always when I would go to Fredericksburg and buy peaches or Stonewall, I would try to impress them with uh, me knowing which varieties were which. Yeah. So I would ask them what varieties they are. I've I've stopped that in the last uh, five or six years because I I don't I haven't got a clue of anything they're selling. Yeah, about a th- about I know about um, seven or eight of these peaches. Yeah. <laughs> you know, out of the, of course I didn't. Look, I'm just looking at the Yinsky's list. I didn't look at the whole forty list. Yeah. So I anyway, go, I just go after Redskin. <laughs> oh gosh, you can't hardly be Redskin. There's not a lot of there's not a, a lot of people growing those still in Fredericksburg. No, they're growing Harvester. And Lauren still at Dixieland. Yeah. And uh, the, the, that lowering, that lowering is an interesting peach, because uh, we found out uh, just through planting them around the state. We used to highly recommend that lowering for this area, even yeah. though it's a higher chiller. But uh, we found that thing, that lowering will go all the way to the valley. Is that right? And uh, and still make peaches, uh, so it's obviously its chilling requirement obviously must be uh, variable. Variable. We used to we used to talk about June gold the same way. Yeah. And it wasn't. I mean, it's just it's been a year or just two years since we've kind of quit talking about <laughs> June gold. Well, we 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 got off on Florida King. You can't beat that thing. Yeah. Well, they have. He grows up there now. I never do this. He's growing in Alberta, which you know has real high chilling hours. But he caught. He says it's a new variety of Alberta. Yeah, there's, I, I've heard of that. Uh, I think I think members had it at one time. May have it this year. What was it? Alberta. You oh. know the famous oh, the, Alberta. The, but they've got the a the new variation. One, yeah. I think that's uh, lower chiller. Yeah, he it, it says it's a new variety right. for that area. So I don't know. I guess they just keep breeding these peaches. Oh, yeah. Constantly. 
I appreciate your recognition of uh, his correctness. Uh, my correctness. Well, well, I wanted to do it writing and in person. Yeah. Next time I come down there, if you're there, I come up and tell you again. Okay. All right, we'll put you All on right. the air then, too. There you go. All right. All right. Bye-bye. We'll take a picture of it and have you sign it. <laughs> Thanks, <Jeff>. Okay. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. Got a couple minutes before we get to get caught up with the news. 210-308-8867. What else you got there? I want to remind everybody, if they didn't see Calvin's article in yesterday's paper, uh, if you took yesterday's paper, uh, go ahead and get it out. Get it, uh, And look. be sure to look for his wonderful article in SA Life on page... Aeb eight, and uh, it, the title of the article is "Think of Those Weeds as a Winter Long." That's good, Kevin. And Kevin uh, <laughs> goes in deep, great detail about our sustainable winter turf, <laughs> RSWT, and uh, <laughs> uh, talks about how we developed that and. Uh, uh, I, we we uh, chose uh, for our SWT the uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, blue uh, annual bluegrass, which I'm I'm gonna check and see if you can find seed of that thing because it's <laughs> it's amazing blue it, it 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 of course it goes out when the temperature gets hot as do. All bluegrasses down here, which is one of the assets. Yeah, <laughs> one of the reasons we like it. And uh, but it comes up every year. I was looking at mine yesterday. Green as a gourd. It's beautiful green down there. And and for a long time it stays small. And they they have a tendency of they cooperate those uh, varieties that you talk about. <laughs> you know, if if the rescue grass isn't. Uh, yeah, it's growing strongly, then you're the, then the gap is filled with the uh, <laughs> the bluegrass. Yeah, and then of course horse herb comes in there at some point. Yeah, my horse herb is I don't think it's needing more water, but I want to tell Evelyn, mm-hmm. don't worry, it's coming after the rain. I think Evelyn is not worried. She's <laughs> she's figuring oh, it out. Oh, she's uh, she's upset. It's not coming up. Yeah, she's not worried. It is. <laughs> she she knows it's coming back. And Kevin also talked about uh, treating weed growth, uh, weeds that are growing now, and you can tell which which are weeds and which is grass because most of the grass is brown, at least in my yard, and anything that's green. In clumps is a weed, but that's hard to get people to. Uh, oh yeah, get to, <laughs> you know that same same day, uh, last week we had a couple people that were talking about their how good their lawn looked. <laughs> their San Augustine grass. Yeah, product is that atrazine. I mean, you sell it that's as atrazine. Yeah, that's the name. Okay, I've never heard that. Well, we'll look into it and talk more about it next week. We got to say goodbye for today. Trace, thanks so much. Uh, Calvin, Jerry, thank you. Uh, Al, thanks to you doing a great job. I'm Milton Glick, and, of course, thanks to you for listening on 930 AM, The Answer.